Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Philip Katafimo with Believe in Angels on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in L.A. and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? I want to wish everyone a happy holidays. Hope your day went really well. Mine did. I hope yours did as well. We are now shifting our focus to 2020. That is insane. That feels like a fake year. It feels like when you watch a a movie and it's like a sci-fi movie or whatever and it's like based in the future and they're like, the year is 2048. And you're like, that's not a real year. We're never going to see 2048. But it's going to be 2020. And hopefully we will see 2048. But uh, look, I I hope you had a really great day. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in. We've got a lot to talk about. About. We're going to talk about some of the recent moves the Angels have made, some moves they still need to make, some of the trade options that are available, some of the other moves that have been made in the MLB, and also we're going to talk about the Angels' all-decade team because, as I discussed before, it is the end of the 2010s. They came and went so quickly. Hopefully your 2010s were good. Maybe I'll throw in there kind of my best moments of the 2010s. I, I don't know. Does anyone really care about that? I'm going to do it anyway. But anyway, uh, first and foremost, let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and John Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. I am somebody who definitely needs eight hours of sleep. I am constantly tired. If I don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm a nightmare. Another issue for me is uh, is heat. I talked about this last time way too long. I'm a very sweaty sleeper. It's really gross. I hate it a lot, but it happens. One of your biggest sleep problems may not be temperature, but in case it is, it's very, very hard to go to sleep when it's hot in your bed. It's a nightmare. So I want to tell you about Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like your bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, now you both can have it at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They've already sold out of their first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to sleep.com slash pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash P-R-O eight sleep.com slash pro. Uh, I, yeah, I really do have issues um, with heat in my bed. So, uh, you know, Christmas is rolling around. If you feel like this is something that can benefit someone, again, 8sleep.com slash pro to get $150 off your purchase. So let's shift our focus now back to the MLB. The Los Angeles Angels have made a couple moves since the last time we spoke. Uh, Julio Tehran was signed by the Angels for a one-year, $9 million contract. I really love this deal. I think Julio Tehran can provide a lot for this team. Not only some more stability in the starting rotation with Otani. There's some questions about when Otani is going to come back to the mound. Of course, I'm 99% sure he's definitely going to be in the lineup hitting at the DH spot. Uh, for the Angels this season, but in terms of him pitching, it's still kind of questionable. They don't want to rush him back, which makes sense, but adding Julio Tehran, of course, on top of the addition of Dylan Bundy, 
uh, adds a lot of durability to the starting rotation. This was an issue for the Angels last season was the fact that their starting pitching didn't really go past four, five, six innings. You know, from the impression that I get, usually you want your starting pitcher to go at least five to six innings. If they can go longer than that, great. If not, then he's either getting shelled or, uh, you know, you, 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 we've seen a lot of this too where, where teams have taken relief pitchers and had them throw the first two innings and then had a starting pitcher go longer to kind of save the bullpen. So outside of that, regardless, you want to have a starting pitcher who can go at least longer than three innings, at least, in a regular MLB season game. You know, spring training, of course, and, and rehab assignments are a completely different thing. But Julio Tron is a, a very, very durable pitcher. Has only battled very minor injuries throughout his career, but he's pitched 119 innings per season from 2013 to 2019. That is six strong seasons of pitching a lot of innings, and that's what the Angels need. Is Julio Tehran going to blow you away with his stuff? No, he's not. But he is a reliable, solid pitcher. He's a two-time All-Star. He's coming off a 10-win season last year, a 3.81 ERA, which is down from 2018, which is great. Since 2017, his ERA has slowly been going down, which is great. He had 162 strikeouts. The biggest thing with this addition is the durability, is the fact that Julio Tehran can go longer than three innings, can go longer than four innings, and if needed, maybe even go longer than six. So the addition of him and Dylan Bundy will will take a lot of the pressure off of the bullpen. You won't have to go to the bullpen as quickly as if you had, you know, one of your younger pitchers who are struggling or if you had somebody who might be coming off an injury and, you know, he's only going to throw a couple innings or somebody who is just, you know, was picked up and uh, just didn't really work out, a.k.a. Matt Harvey. But um, Julio Toronto, one-year, $9 million deal. If he comes back to his form where he was, you know, his all-star form, it's great for the Angels. Uh, he's really not a high-risk signing. He's a relatively safe signing, in my opinion, but uh, I I think he's a great pitcher, and I think this is a solid addition for this team, and it helps, like I said, it helps the bullpen a lot. It solidifies the starting rotation a little bit as well. Um, You know, they still, in my opinion, still need to get kind of an ace of the staff with Otani still battling injury or still coming back, I should say, coming back from injury. Uh, But regardless, the signing of Julio Tehran and the trade for Dylan Bundy are both great moves for the Angels. And again, it helps the bullpen a lot. And, uh, you know, the Angels relied on their bullpen a lot last season. I think if you can get the production from these two players that we're kind of expecting, like I said, these guys who are throwing more than 190 innings a season, uh, then, you know, it helps out a lot because you're not relying on your bullpen as much. But anyway, uh, the Angels still need a catcher. The catching position is still a big question mark for the Angels. Um, Jason Castro and Robinson Chirinos are two guys who kind of pop out to me. Another option, uh, Taylor Ward. Believe it or not, I actually went to high school with Taylor Ward. Uh, we both went to Shadow Hills High School in Indio, California. He was a transfer my freshman year from Florida. Um, I actually got to play alongside with Taylor. I went to school with Taylor. Taylor was a catcher all through high school. That's the position he played, and throughout the ma- the minors, and I think he played catcher at Fresno State as well, uh, he was a catcher, and Taylor is one of the best catchers I've seen. I played catcher all my life. Obviously, who cares because I didn't make the pros, but uh, Taylor had, I mean, he always had a strong arm, very quick feet, uh, great intangibles as a catcher. He's a solid hitter. Why not move Taylor Ward from third to catcher? You need some depth at the catching position. Obviously, the third base position is now reserved for Anthony Rendon, so you kind of need to figure out who you're going to place a catcher, so why not reconvert somebody who is already caught 
and make them a catcher in Taylor Ward. Like I said, I know that Taylor is a catcher. I've literally seen him catch. We played on the same team. Is Taylor the, you know, end-all, be-all response to the catching position? Probably not, but at least he can provide you some depth. I mean, he's got the experience. So why not reconvert him? You're not going to put him at third. You're not going to put him in the outfield. Just give him give him an opportunity to catch. I mean, why not? Um, uh, like I mentioned, Jason Castro and Robinson Chirinos are kind of the two free agent options that I would look at. Um, both guys have played in the division. Chirinos has played for the Astros and the Texans. Castro, obviously a former Astro. I think he was with the Twins last season. You know, they're in terms of quality, they're kind of the last two options unless the Angels really want to make a trade for Wilson Contreras, which I'm all for. I think that's a it's not a bad idea. Um, but if you want to, you know, you can get one of these guys on a one year deal, much like you did with Tehran. The Angels are a lot more competitive this season than they were last season, so they're a little bit more of an attractive free agency uh, destination. And it makes sense. I mean, they both played in the AL West. It make it, you know they they have experience inside the division. Not that that matters anyway, but. Uh, I don't know. Why not? Let, let's give it a shot. Um, starting pitching and bullpen. You know, maybe you can add a couple more bullpen pieces, possibly. I know with the addition of these starting pitchers, like I said, maybe your bullpen can get away with not being, you know, uh, crazy good or super, super dominant. But uh, let's look at some of the free agent options that are available for the Angels. Um, right field is still a possible question mark to start off the season. Um Yasiel Puig is available. He has played right field. He's got a great arm. He's a charismatic guy. I think he'd be a solid addition to the Angels. He's obviously familiar with the Los Angeles area. He played for the Dodgers for the longest time. He's kind of a guy who's looking for his place on a team. And, you know, you put Yasiel Puig along with Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Anthony Rendon, Mike Trout. I mean, the list goes on and on. You add Yasiel Puig to possibly, you know, the six, seven, eight, maybe even put him up higher in the order. You've got a great lineup going up against teams. And and I still feel like Puig has got a lot of great years left. Uh, again, he's a solid defender. He's got a cannon for an arm. Why not give him a shot? Even if it was just a one-year deal, he gets to be on a competitive team. He's back in L.A. Uh, I think he he can't hurt the team. Another option is Nick Cassianos, of course, a an option that I've mentioned several times on this show. Uh, a guy who has got power. He's coming into his prime. Uh, he had a great season with the Cubs. Uh, he's had solid seasons with the Tigers. Um, getting him back to the AL would give him the option to play right field and also DH. Uh, I like Nick Castellanos. I think he'd be a great signing. He's going to cost a little bit more than like a Yasiel Puig. Uh, but, uh, I mean, why not? He's currently in talks with the Chicago White Sox. I haven't necessarily seen any interest from the Angels towards Nick Castellanos. I feel like all the interest has just been coming from me. But, uh, I feel like, you know, a guy you want to take a risk on, you give him a five-year deal. He's 35 at the end of that contract. He walks away, probably retires with the team. And he gives you some solid at-bats. He's a great hitter. He can transition to uh, DH when you're ready to bring up Joe Adel. Uh, But, uh, you know, Nick Castellanos is not a bad option. Again, going to cost a little bit more, but still not terrible. Bullpen, Will Harris would be a solid addition to this team, a solid setup man, possibly closer if you don't want to roll with Hansel Robles. Um, I really like Will Harris. He's coming off a fantastic season with the Astros. Four and one was his record with a 1.50 ERA and 60 innings pitch. This is the kind of guy that you go to. He is Mr. Reliable. You plug him into this bullpen, and you've significantly increased your bullpen production, and you're getting more reliable arms when you add a guy like Will Harris. I know he's older. He's 35, but uh, he doesn't pitch a lot because he's a bullpen pitcher, because uh, he's a relief pitcher, I should say. Uh, so you don't really have to worry about age becoming a factor with him. So I like the addition of Will Harris. Again, could be another one-year deal guy, a guy just wants to keep playing, wants to 
build up his resume to be kind of the top free agent relief pitching option, especially if he has a season like he did in 2019. Uh, starting pitching, I would say, is still, you know, depth is depth. I mean, let's just be honest. If you can if you can add more reliable arms to your starting pitching, if you've got guys who struggle and those guys are pitching well, then, you know, you've added more pieces to your starting rotation to kind of lengthen out uh, and, and give yourself some more options. So Alex Wood is somebody that I – would definitely turn towards a guy who's coming off of injuries, um, a guy who definitely wants to kind of have a prove-me year where he can get back to what he was in 2018 where he went to the All-Star game. Uh, I like Alex Wood. He's a lefty. He'd plug in nicely with this rotation at the back end. If he gets back to how good he was in 2018, then the Angels have themselves a solid rotation with Tehran, with Bundy, with Otani when he's back, with uh, Andrew Heaney who's coming off of injuries, and a bunch of the other younger pitchers they have that we're probably going to see, like Griffin Canning, Dylan Peters, uh, Felix Pena. Uh, there's a bunch of options. So depth is depth, and uh, I don't see why it's the, why it would be an issue. I, I mean – why not give yourself as many options out of the starting rotation as possible? And I think Alex Wood easily could be that sort of cheap option. So those are some options for the Angels. We're going to take a look at the trade options here in a second. But first, it's that time of the year. Christmas is coming up quick as we're approaching the 25th. And our friends at MyBookie want to make sure your season is special with 12 days of gifts. MyBookie is already one of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry. And this holiday season, they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right. 12 days, people, of gifts. A brand new gift every single day so you can take your game to the next level. They're ki- they kicked off this promo on the 14th with a free parlay for the UFC. And they'll keep up the gift giving through. Christmas Day. Free bets, free spins, futures, and more. While Santa has his, they've checked off their list. They've got a little something for everyone, and this is the promotion that you won't want to miss, especially with the NBA and NHL seasons in full swing and all the college bowl games around the corner. It really is the holiday season and the best time of the year for sports betting. Parlays, teasers, specials, anything you could ask for, MyBookie is here to make Christmas great again. Head over to mybookie.ag right now and use the promo code BLV, that's believe, B-L-V, to get half of your initial deposits in wage in free wagers, and that's just the start of your savings. Make sure to check the site out during this promotion because there, there's going to be something new every single day, and you're going to want to take advantage of these deals. So go right now, sign up for MyBookie with our code BLV, and start winning today. I've kind of gotten into sports betting a little bit, and I've used my bookie. It's great. Uh, I, I like to kind of talk about things that I've used, and, you know, like with the bed, I have a bed. I have issues with sleeping. Obviously, that's a solution for somebody. I'm trying to get into sports gambling a little bit, uh, very low stakes gambling. I'm, I don't have a lot of money, uh, and I've used my bookie. It's great. So, again, use our promo code BLV. They're giving away a lot of free stuff. Just take advantage of it if that's something that you're interested in. Anyway, so some of the trade options for the Angels that are still available. Uh, first and foremost, this is not in any particular order. This is just what I've seen. Uh, David Price, Robbie Ray, Matthew Boyd, Mike Clevenger, and Chris Archer. Those are kind of the five, the big five of the starting pitching options. In my opinion, the three best options, and this is in order, number one, Mike Clevenger, number two, Robbie Ray, and number three, Matthew Boyd, and then it goes Archer and Price. And let me explain myself. I'm putting Mike Clevenger at the top because he's relatively young. He had a fantastic season with the Indians, 13-4 and with a 2.71 ERA. 
The guy is going to cost a little bit. I know there's talks he might go to the Dodgers. There's probably a few other teams who have talked with him. He's going to cost a little bit, but I feel like it's worth it. You plug in Mike Clevenger with Shohei Otani when he's healthy, Andrew Heaney, Julio Tehran, and Dylan Bundy. That is a really, really good starting five, especially if Otani is back in full force. That's a solid one-two at least of guys who can give you over 10 wins a season, maybe even over 15. So I really like Mike Clevenger. Again, he is probably the most costly option, but he's not the worst one. Uh, Number two, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray has been quietly one of the best pitchers in the NL West, and he's on a bad team. The Diamondbacks are very bad, uh, but Robbie Ray is not very bad. I very much like Robbie Ray. He's got a great fastball. The guy is absolutely dominant, and when he's on, he is on. You add Robbie Ray again to this rotation, he can be the number two, he can be the three, whatever you want to utilize, whatever way you want to utilize him, I think is great. Uh, he's, you know, kind of middle tier going to cost you a little bit, not a whole lot. Um, I feel like the Diamondbacks can dump Robbie Ray now because they signed Madison Bumgarner so they can use whatever they get from Robbie Ray uh, to kind of fill in other positions that they might have issues with. But uh, I think Robbie Ray would be a great addition for the Angels. And finally, Matthew Boyd in the top three, my top three. Uh, He's got three years of control on his contract. He's relatively young. I believe he's only 27. So by the time his contract is over, he'll be 30 or 31, depending on when day his birthday is. But uh, look, Matthew Boyd, again, a good pitcher on a bad team. You need to move him to a good team where he can actually utilize his talents and have a good, strong, you know, a good lineup behind him, guys who can bring runners around, give him some run support. When you're on a bad team and you're a good pitcher, it's really tough when you've given up three runs and your hitting can't get you back one or two, and now you're pitching with a severe deficit. With Matthew Boyd on the Angels, that kind of reduces that. On the Tigers, obviously the Tigers are not as good right now. Um, And the same thing goes for Robbie Ray. And so when Matthew Boyd has an off day and gives up four runs in the second inning or, or gives up, I don't know, two runs in the first, you know, the Tigers are really have a tough time getting back those runs for Matthew Boyd so that he can, you know, he can kind of settle down a little bit, whereas with the Angels, he will have that lineup protection to where he can give up a couple runs, and they'll get them right back for him. So he's pitching with a little bit more confidence, and the same thing goes for Robbie Ray. So those are my three favorite options. Definitely Clevenger 1, Ray 2, Boyd 3. I love that Boyd's got three years of control. Got to jump all over that. Um, the other two options, and I put Chris Archer above David Price. I know that Chris Archer has been really bad. Ever since he went to the Pirates, he has been struggling significantly. And I can guarantee you the Rays wish they, or excuse me, the Pirates wish that they could redo that trade because Tyler Glass now has been pitching fantastic for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays and Chris Archer has been horrible for the Pirates. Now here's why I put Chris Archer above David Price. Chris Archer is not going to cost you much. He's been terrible. So you can utilize that to your benefit and say, well, he's not at the level he's been at, and we're not sure if he's going to ever get there, but we can take a risk on this guy and plug him in at the back end of our rotation and kind of solidify a little bit with a guy who's got experience and a guy who's looking to bounce back from a bad year. If Archer, I don't know what Archer's contract is. I didn't write it down. So let's just say this is the final year of his contract. It may be, it may not be. If Archer gets traded to the Angels and has a fantastic season, not only do the Angels get a great pitcher, but also Chris Archer gets an opportunity to sort of revitalize his career with a different team. I like Chris Archer a lot. I liked him when he was with the Rays. I think he'd be a great addition to this team. He's definitely the lowest cost in terms of, well, second lowest costing 
trade option for the Angels in terms of pitching, and I really like Chris Archer, so I think he's worth the risk. Um, and finally, David Price. The only thing that is persuading me away from David Price is his contract. My God, he's got a horrible contract. David Price is like 60 years old. and In fact, I think he's like 34. So how many good seasons are you going to get out of David Price with that huge contract? But again, if you can get some good seasons from David Price, even if it's just two, even if it's just like, oh, you know, we had him in our, in our, our two spot in terms of pitching. Uh, and so we're going to stick with David Price. We like David Price. And now we're going to maybe try to waive him because the rest of his contract isn't as bad. But look, He's got a horrible contract. I hope that they can get some good years out of David Price if they trade for him. A lot of teams would lump in a David Price for, you know, I mean, honestly, Mookie Betts. If they can if they can get David Price and Mookie Betts, that'd be awesome. That solves your right field problem. That gives you the best lineup in baseball. It gives you a possible solid rotations uh, piece. It reduces the amount of prospects you have to give up to get Mookie Betts. And you've kind of hit two, two needs right on the top of the head in right field and in, in starting pitching. And so if the Angels want to do something like that, I'd be all for it. But just trading David Price straight up, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. So those are the possible trade options for the Angels to continue to build their starting rotation a little bit more uh, strongly, I guess is how I would put it, um, because there's still question marks with Otani. But uh, I'm all in for David Clevenger. I mean, uh, Mike Clevenger. That's the guy that I want. So uh, that's just kind of my opinion. Some other moves that have happened. Uh, Hunjin Ryu is signed with the uh, Blue Jays for a four-year, $80 million contract. That was a guy that I know had talks about going to the Rangers, going back to the Dodgers, going to the Angels. There were so many teams that wanted to him. I think I said the Rangers, but the Rangers were another option. Um, that was a, a player that was highly touted in the free agency market, coming off of a uh, Cy Young caliber season, coming off of an all-star appearance. Ryu was having a phenomenal year last year, and now the Blue Jays are going to add him. Blue Jays are really kind of putting together – an interesting little squad, um, very much looking like the Rays, kind of. I still think they're significantly a few pieces away from at least sniffing the wild card. Uh, but adding Ryu gives them an ace of the staff. Uh, you add him on top of their young core, including, you know, Bo Vitace, which I think I'm pronouncing his name wrong, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, Kevin Biggio. They've got a nice core of young players, and, and adding a pitcher like Hunjin Ryu can really – Benefit the team, a guy who can get you a few wins, maybe puts you a little higher in the standings. And, you know, if the Blue Jays want to utilize their their minor league system and make some trades, you know, they could be back into contention very quickly, just like the Rays were. So Ryu, great addition for the Blue Jays. Madison Mumgarner signs with the Diamondbacks, another guy who was possibly, you know, talked to a lot of teams, but ends up going and staying in the NOS this time. He's going to be pitching for the D-backs. Good for them, I guess. Whatever. I'm not a big fan of Mike Madison Bumgarner, but whatever. Dallas Keuchel, who is also connected to the Angels, ends up signing with the White Sox. White Sox are another team. They they sucked for a few years, and now they got the cap space and the youth to build a very, very competitive team. And Dallas Keuchel adding to this rotation, uh, it helps them out a, in significant. It helps them out significantly in in in, in a lot of ways. Uh, Jake Odorizzi is back with the Twins. Eh, it's kind of obvious that that was going to happen. Another guy that I mentioned would have been nice if the Angels jumped on him, but uh, he's back with the Twins. So those are some of the more mo- notable moves that have happened now. I know there's a lot that has happened, but uh, to me, those are kind of the more notable ones. The 2010s are coming to a 20 end, and I decided that it'd be fun in the spirit of the new year, welcoming in the 20s, welcoming in uh, you know, just a new year in general, 
that we would take a look back at the Angels All-Decade team. This is a list that I put together. This is not anybody's list. This is my list. So uh, let's get right into it. At the catching position, I decided to go with Chris Iannetta. Um, the catching position from 2010 to 2019 has really been a revolving door of about, I don't know, six guys, a few guys. There's a lot of them. So when you go off of who's been there the longest, I kind of went for Chris Iannetta. I really wanted to go with Martin Maldonado, but he didn't really play for the Angels a whole lot. He was more with Milwaukee, and then he was with the Angels for a little bit, and then he went to the Astros and a couple other teams. So I thought maybe going with Chris Iannetta would just be a little bit smarter and a little bit safer, uh, a guy who has played more than one season with the Angels. So Chris Iannetta makes the Believe in Angels all-decade team at the catcher position. At first base, it's pretty much the obvious answer. It's Albert Pujols. He was the big free agency grab for the Angels in the 2010s. Uh, has put up some solid numbers. Is definitely declining now, and we're starting to find the end of uh, Albert Pujols' career. But for now, he was definitely one of the, and has been, one of the you know sort of staples for the Angels so far. Outside of, you know, I know that there were some very unfortunate things that happened with Josh Hamilton. He was also kind of the big signing for the Angels that year. Um, but Albert Pujols has really been a staple in this lineup, and uh, I think he's got like two more years left. So Albert Pujols makes the first base position for the Believe in Angels All-Decade team. Second base, pretty easy, Howie Kendrick. I love Howie Kendrick. Captain Clutch is what I call him. He finally gets a World Series ring. I don't think Howie Kendrick is going to make the Hall of Fame, but, man, he has been solid, almost ageless. He's kind of like the Frank Gore of the MLB, a guy who you can plug anywhere, can be can can be a solid contributor, and it's definitely Howie Kendrick. He had some fantastic years, the best years of his career with the Angels. Then he spent time with the Dodgers and the Nationals, obviously won a World Series. I love Howie Kendrick. I'm glad he's having a revitalized career, um, and uh, he's back with the Nationals now, but he makes the Believe in Angels all-decade second-base position team. I fumbled, fumbled around with that. But anyway, uh, third base. Third base is another mess of a position. Uh, again, kind of bouncing back and forth of a few guys. I stuck with David Freeze. I've always really liked David Freeze. It's kind of why that decision came about is the fact that I really like David Freeze. I liked him when he was with the Cardinals a lot. Um, I like him when he was with the Angels. I, I just kind of really like David Freeze. He seems like a really nice guy and he's a solid player. Uh, I, I can't say any more. So David Fries is our third base representative for the Believe in Angels All-Decade team. Here's where it got a little kind of decisive for me. Um, I really had to kind of sit down and be like, okay, who do I want to put at shortstop? Because Eric Ibar is the longest in terms of tenure with the Angels compared to Altrell Simmons. But I feel like Altrell Simmons had better seasons. I know he was hurt a little bit last year, but... I stuck with Eric Ibar because of the length. I stuck with Eric Ibar because he's been with the team the longest. Altro Simmons is still kind of with the team. I mean, he's still kind of beginning his career with the Angels. I know he's been there for like, I think it's like three years, three or four years now. Um, but uh, I like Eric Ibar. I think he's really put together some solid seasons with the Angels. He's always kind of been the first Angel that popped in my mind when somebody says, oh, who's on the Angels this season? Or, you know, who's your favorite player this year? And Eric Ibar has always kind of been the, the go-to. He's usually a pretty solid pick in uh, MLB 08, the show. And so I like Eric Ibar. That's That works for me. Uh, in left field, again, another position that is a revolving door of question marks. Uh, so I went with Justin Upton. But I went with a specific version of Justin Upton. I went with 2018 Justin Upton, the one who hit 30 home runs. And I feel like that was a safe choice. So 2018 Justin Upton joins Eric Ibar, David Fries, Howie Kendrick, Albert Pujols, and Chris Iannetta for the current uh, Believe in Angels All-Decade team. 
Center field, duh, it's Mike Trout. I mean, he's the best baseball player on the planet. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Right field was another one where I had a couple options, a couple more, a couple better options. Torrey Hunter, Cole Calhoun, Shohei Otani. I went with Torrey Hunter. I love Torrey Hunter. Every story I've heard about Torrey Hunter is the absolute nicest guy in the world. He's a phenomenal player, a great defensive asset for the Angels, a solid hitter. He hit 23 home runs uh, in 2010 and 2011. He was an all-star in 2010. His, I think it was his first official season with the Angels. I love Torrey Hunter. He is, in my eyes, the perfect baseball player, and uh, I can't speak any more highly of him because he's just he's awesome, and Torrey Hunter is the best. For DH, I went with Shohei Otani because he's been mostly a DH for for his two years going into his third with the Angels. He's pitched. He's played right field. I like him a lot at DH, and uh, I think Otani at the DH spot gives me a solid lineup up and down for this Believe in Angels all-decade team. Just to review, catcher Chris Iannetta, first base Albert Pujols, second Howie Kendrick, third David Freeze, shortstop Eric Ibar, left field 2010 Justin Upton, center field Mike Trout, right field Torrey Hunter, DH Shohei Otani, and our starting pitcher, Jared Weaver, a fan favorite. I will never forget, I went to an Angels-Mariners game back in 2014. Matt Matt Shoemaker was the starter. I also love Matt Shoemaker. Uh, Matt Shoemaker was the starter for the Angels that year. It was his rookie season. And Jared Weaver was down on the third base side taking pictures and signing everything for everyone. He is a great guy. He is loved with the Angels organization. It's a shame that he didn't get to finish his career with the Angels. I believe technically he retired as a Padre, but still, Jared Weaver is awesome. Put up amazing numbers with the Angels in the 2010s. Was an all-star for three straight years from 2010 to 2012. He's a great pitcher. He's a great guy. Love Jared Weaver. And a coach of of coach, of course, the coach for the Angels, Mike Sosha. And that is your Believe in Angels All-Decade Team. Who will make the All-Decade Team in 2030? Will I still be hosting the show in 2030? So many questions that we have left to answer, but we get to answer them together. And I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, we have a lot of great shows on this network. We have shows that cover everything. We have shows that cover uh, non-sports stuff. We obviously have things that cover sports stuff. Um, I've mentioned it before. We've got a gymnastic show. We've got a show about The Bachelor. We've got a show about uh, uh, sports law. Uh, we've got, we're covering a lot of topics here on Believe uh, Network, and we've got literally everything for anyone. So if you are sitting on the couch and you've got that cousin that you see once a year and it's always around Christmas time, or whatever holiday you you celebrate, and you're looking over at at your cousin, and you're like, man, I, I really wish that that Brian and I had something a little bit more in common. And it turns out you both love The Bachelor. He's a big Bachelor fan. You're a big Bachelor fan. And you go, hey, man, I listen to the Believe Podcast Network. They've got a show about The Bachelor. Have you heard about it? And then Brian goes, oh, no, I haven't. I have not heard about the show about The Bachelor. I really need to get into it. And so he gets into it. You guys are talking about it. Guess what? You've made a new family friend. A friend for life, a family friend for life, you and your metaphorical cousin Brian are now bonding over the uh, Bachelor podcast on the uh, Believe Network. So, like I said, we've got a lot of topics that cover everything for everyone. Uh, If you like this show, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. We are available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com. And on social medias, at Believe Podcast. I am on Twitter, at intern underscore Phil. Uh, please tweet at me. 
I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. If somebody tweets at me with a question, I promise I'll send you something. I don't know what exactly, but I promise I will send you something. And there's only one rule. I can't already know you because I have a friend who does listen to the show and he 400% would have tweeted at me and said, send me something, but it doesn't count. And you know who you are and it doesn't count. So um, I will say, please tweet at me. I'd be happy to, you know, send you something as the first person to kind of engage with me. I appreciate that. But uh, uh, <laughs> promising uh, presence for tweets is something that is a part of this show. And I want to appreciate you for listening. If you're interested in advertising with the show, contest that, contact us at Believe.com. Uh, and with that, I want to say have a very, very safe holiday weekend. Bring in the new year safely and have a great week. We're going to be off next week, but we will kick off 2020 and get ready for the 2020 Los Angeles Angels season. And with that, again, happy holidays, everyone. Be safe. Be merry. I want to thank you very much for listening. I'm terrible at this this uh, ending the show, so I would just want to say goodbye and have a happy holiday. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year, why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com. Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times Wirecutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.